Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Let's continue where we were in Sha'arei Teshuvah. We are still in the first Sha'ar, the first gate. Vav uh, says over here um, the following. <clears throat> now, I want you to understand what I'm about to say. This is a major idea. It is true. There are tzadikim that sin. Yes, they exist. Really, really good people, they sin. Like it says in Kohelet, Shlomo Melech. There's no such thing as a man who is who who does good on earth and doesn't and never sins. It's impossible. Have you seen Jordan? <laughs> but but they suppress their yetzer hara meat pam a hundred times for every time that they succumb to the to, to the yetzer. bechet and if they do fall pam achad they don't repeat it. And they blame themselves and they do teshuvah. I love that point. They, they don't uh, say, ah, you know, it wasn't my fault. That is why I missed Ali, I missed Minyan or whatever. I mean, because I was trapped. No, they blame themselves. My fault. That's a key point to teshuvah. To understanding that it's your fault. But anybody else who doesn't bother to avoid doing Averot and does not accept upon himself to beware of it, even if that sin is something so small, so light, he is totally excluded from Tzidkut. Uh, uh, you, you can't be called a Tzadik. This guy could be the, the, so meticulous to avoid all other Averot in the Torah, but this one mitzvah, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he just does it, he doesn't care. The Chachamim referred to him as an apostate. To that one mitzvah. It's as if he's kofet. He's like, he, he, he totally denies that mitzvah of the Torah. And he's counted amongst the posh'im, those who sin purposely. And his offense is too great to bear. For if a servant would say to his master, imagine a guy, a, a servant tells his master, everything you give me, I will carry out. Zulati davarechad. Except for this. Right? What do you think is going to happen? Kvar shavar ola dona me'ala ve'yasha benabiyaseh. That one thing that he said he wasn't going to do, he broke that trust, he broke the, that, the, the master's yoke from upon himself. Meaning, he's going to do what he wants. If you're, willing, if you're ready to say that I'm only going to do one thing, what I want to do, and uh, the rest I'm going to follow, that means that you're not ready to follow anything. You, you, you will do whatever you feel like doing. That's essentially what you're saying. Regarding this, what does the Torah say? We just learned in last week's parasha, parasha Kitabo, in the Arurs. Arur asher lo yakim Cursed is one who will not uphold the words of Torah to perform them. Be'uro. This means that there's a curse on who? Asher lo yekabela nafsho lekayem kod divrei Torah merosh ve'atsof. Meaning you will be cursed if you do not uh, fulfill all the words of Torah from beginning to end. 
Meaning, you cannot say that one mitzvah does not apply to me. It has to be it's one package. And the proof, The Torah says, Cursed is one who will not uphold the Torah to perform them. The Torah doesn't say, Cursed is the person who doesn't perform them. Because we all, there, we, there, we all miss, miss sometimes. Yes, there are times where I don't fulfill a mitzvah. But I'm not considered cursed because I didn't fulfill the mitzvah. I would be considered cursed if I don't consider that I have an obligation upon me to fulfill all of it. There are two different things. And that's why Torah was very meticulous and specific in saying, to perform them. If you go around and say, yeah, I don't have to perform this mitzvah that doesn't apply to me, you know, you're cursed. You're arud. You're not arud if you just happen to do an avera. Because then everybody would be cursed. Everybody would be cursed. It would be a big problem. If someone repeats a avera ten times, even if he avoids all the other averot in the Torah, it's as if he committed many separate transgressions. He's punished for each one. And a rabbi said in the Gemara Masechet Makot, if you go tell a Nazir, don't drink, and he drinks. Don't drink, and you drink. Don't drink, and you do that ten times. What, what did he say? He gets malkut, he gets lashes every time he drank. Because he was warned, and he transgressed. He was warned, and he transgressed. It's like a person who eats a terefa animal, Okay, and then eats non-kosher animal, and then eats the forbidden fats, and then eats the blood. You have four different averot over there. You could even do it in one sitting, okay? But you would be transgressing four different things. We have noticed that the current generation, and he's writing this in his generation, has a lot of sins. There are many people, they don't take upon themselves to watch about certain averot. Their whole lives, they do not avoid them. Abal, opposite. They start treating it like it's permissible. They do it so much, it's like it's allowed. If they would only act this way with one, one avera, they would have a terrible sickness to their uh, to their soul, like we explained before. Then surely you're going to get the sickness of your neshama when you transgress many of the Torah prohibitions. And some of these include very severe ones. For example, Shavuat Hinan, you swear in vain. Yeah, I swear, I swear, I swear I didn't do that. Right? In Israel, they even say Hashem's name when they do that. Elohim, I didn't do that. What are you doing? Right? Well, well, you know, it's one of the Ten Commandments over here. You're just whipping out swears and oaths. You curse your fellow or you curse yourself with using the name of Hashem. You mention God's name without a purpose, such as you say for no reason. Or you mention Hashem's name in an unclean place. Or when one's hands are not clean. Or you ignore 
the poor person, he comes to you and you just pretend you didn't see him and you don't want to give him any money. Lashon ara, sinat hinam, unjustified hatred. Gavut alev, being arrogant, haughty. These are serious averot, he says. Unetinat hitit. I read this, I go, wow. Intimidating people. If you use your power to intimidate others and to instill fear in others, considers this a severe transgression. Histakel ba'arayot, gazing at women who are, who are not allowed, who are prohibited to you. And of course, bitul tamut Torah keneged kulam, neglecting Torah study that's equal to all. Berabot ka'ele, many things like this. Katavnu miksatam etzel bene we have written some of these transgressions for our for the generation to remind themselves that they're forbidden, to warn them. And he gives us advice, very important advice here. He goes, it's proper for all people who repent. Write down on a piece of paper, a journal. Think you write a journal. You probably think, what am I, grade two? No, you write a journal. For all the things that you stumbled upon and all the things that you fell short in fulfilling. Everything. This day, I did this Avera. And on this day, I should have done this mitzvah better. So things that you stumbled, the Avera that you stumbled, and the things that you didn't fulfill properly. And every day, you review your journal. I did that once. You did that once. And not like... Super into it, but I tried it once, and at the end of the week, I looked back and I was like, I have <laughs> yeah, it's called the self reflection Yeah, it's called introspection. Chesbon <laughs> is the, the official Jewish term. It's called Chesbon Nefesh. It's an accounting of your soul. Right? What did I do today? Right? But this is not just, they, they teach you this stuff for everything. You know, how was your day? Were you successful? You were not. Okay, what did you do today? Where could you improve on? And then you see if your day was successful. Now, now transfer that to to spirituality. And it's the same idea. He's giving us, uh, you know, you don't need uh, to read modern day self-help books. Here's your self-help book right here. Okay, let's learn one last piece over here, uh, which is his introduction to the principles of Teshuvah, which we'll we'll continue uh, next time. He says, You know that there are many levels of Teshuvah. And a person becomes closer to Hashem based on the levels of Teshuvah that you attain. Meaning, every level you come closer. Certainly there is some forgiveness for Teshuvah. But the soul is not going to be completely purified um, that as if they never existed. Unless a person completely purifies his heart in a way that we're going to explain below how to do that. That's what the purpose of this book is. V'chen katuv, like David HaMelech says in Tehilim, Ashrei Adam, praiseworthy is a man, Asher lo yachshob Adonai lo avon, that Hashem does not ascribe sin to him, ve'en beruchor emiyah, for there was no deceit in his spirit. Uchinyan ha-beger ha-tzarich kibus, we can compare this to a shirt that got dirty. There's a stain on the shirt that needs to be laundered. Ki ha-ma'at min kibus when you only launder it mildly, that's just going to remove the, the grime, the grease from it. Okay? But you're still going to have a stain behind. But the more you launder it, the more whitened it will become, and eventually the stain disappears. 
וכן כתוב, that's what David Amelch says in Tehilim, הרב כבסני מעווני, cleanse me thoroughly of my sin. Thoroughly. A lot of cleaning. Tide, extra strength. Tide. Right? Even in the cold water. The one, the one where all, that works for all types of water. וְהֻכַבֵּס הַנֶּפֶשׁ מִן הָאָבֹן כְפִי אֲשֶׁר תְכַבֵּס הַלִּבָה A person's soul is cleansed of the sin to the extent that he cleanses his heart through Teshuvah. שְנֵאמָר Like the Pasuk says, כַבֵּסִי מְרָאָה לִבֵּך יְרֻשָׁלַיִם Cleanse your heart, O evil Yerushalayim, so that you may be saved. וְאַמְרוּ לִי בְרָבֹתֵנִי זִרְחָנָן וְרָחָה דְחָחָמִים סֶרֶן מַסֶכֶת עַבֹדָה זָרָה What does it mean the Pasuk in Tehilim? We say here, our custom is to say it every, for every night uh, Praiseworthy is a man who fears God. Be'odo ish. I'm going to say ashre ish. Praiseworthy is a man while he is still a man. I mean, we're still a man. I'm not a man anymore. I got my different tonight than I am tomorrow. I'm still a man. Retsonam lomar ki teshuvat ha'adam ha'me'ula bimeh bechurotav. That a man's teshuvah, the most beneficial teshuvah, is when a person repents in his youth, when he's young. Be'od kocho alav, when he is full of energy, full of strength. Ve'it gabel al yitzro, and he overpowers his yetzirah. Achen kol teshuva mo'ila. Nevertheless, don't think that if I repent in my old age, it's not, it's not good. Still, kol teshuva mo'ila. All teshuva is mo'il, is all effective. Kemosh ne'emar, tashev enosh ad daka, batomer shuvu b'nei adam. Like the pasuk says, tashev enosh ad daka, you reduce man until he's crushed, and then you say to him, Shuvu b'nei adam, repent. What does it mean, you Hashem reduce man until he's crushed? It means, even until the crushing of the soul, meaning the moment of death itself, when your soul is about to be crushed, you're about to die, you could still do Teshuvah. You encourage man uh, to repent. After Rosh Hashanah, We'll, uh, we'll look at different, the, the principles of Teshuvah, and these are the levels that will help us approach Hashem closer and closer. Chazak Baruch.